welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. Uh, my name is Nicole and we're having a very special edition of Films with the Women in My Life today. I will be hosting um, alongside Mama Kay. Yay, hi everyone. And our good friend to the show, Christine, for her first episode with Hello. us. Hi, hey. Christine. Hi, Christine. Um, Hello. Christine, so why don't you just give us a little introduction of how you are friends with the show yes so i work with mama k carrie <laughs> and uh i've heard a lot about the podcast through that and um heard that she was going to be doing an episode on little women and wanted to um be a part of it so. yeah well thank yeah. you so much for for joining us it's really fun when we do the all women shows because we can I feel like we can just blabber on and talk about whatever we want to you know it's it's a lot of fun this way fashion um, but we're you're... gonna head more into fashion than we normally do, yes so. <laughs> but um yes we are uh talking about little women today the 2019 little women that just came out uh i think a couple days ago maybe a couple weeks ago but it's very uh new um i can yeah, just read the little time. description here um Joe March reflects back and forth on her life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters, four young women, each determined to live life on their own terms. Um, so that sounds pretty fair. This is directed by Greta Gerwig, who uh, works with Saoirse Ronan quite a bit. And I, I know that this is a remake. However, I have not seen the original. Have you guys seen the original? I I've not seen any of the other ones. No. Yeah, I haven't either. Okay. And I'm going to make a huge confession right here. I've never read the book. Oh, <laughs> me either. So, so it's oh. fine. <laughs> yeah, I I am currently reading it. Are you, so. for the first time? Are you, I have not finished it. Oh, so I for some reason, Christine, I thought, oh, she's a little woman, Louisa May Alcott aficionado, and then like, okay, but no, this is your first time too. No, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Phew, far, I feel how so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was thinking of of picking it up too because um you know I I am quite interested in the story after seeing this. But how do you feel uh, reading it so far and seeing the movie? What do you do you think it's holding up to to what you would imagine? Yes, I I think that Greta Gerwig takes some liberties, but still sticks with kind of the the feeling of the book. Yeah, I think she in order to get a lot of the scenes in the movie, she'll kind of combine some of them that are that are separated mm-hmm. in the book. Could you? Um, but and I think I was talking to someone and um, they were kind of upset about that. But I, I since I saw the movie without reading the book, I loved it and didn't really have a problem with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that she definitely captures the the essence of the book. In, in the movie and you think awesome. the characters the characters are like accurately represented pretty well i think so i i've heard that i'm only a little bit into the book but i've heard that amy is really um annoying and <laughs> like people just find her annoying in the right. book and i thought that in the movie she wasn't she was someone that she was ambitious and that wasn't like, she wasn't this annoying little girl all the time. I think maybe she, she was in some of her childhood scenes. But right. as you saw her, like, grow up, and and I think she had one line where she said, I want to be the best or nothing. Yeah. And I think that that's something that a lot of women can relate to. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
with her. Absolutely. Well, those are really great points. And I'm glad that, you know, we have this uh, other version to to kind of play on as we're discussing this. But just so um, everyone knows how our show is broken down, we have um, four categories that we discuss, which is the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, We are going to jump into some spoilers for this. So if anybody is interested in seeing this um, from reading the book or not reading the book and just seeing the trailers for this and think it's something that would interest you, I would recommend going to see this before listening to the rest of this podcast. But we're going to jump in right now um, and go over um, what we think. So this stars a lot of people, um, a lot of (laughs) actresses, a lot of great actresses. We have Searsha Ronan, uh, Emma Watson, Florence Pugh, Eliza Scanlon, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep, and a couple others, Timothy Chalamet, Bob Odenkirk, which was an interesting surprise. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting him, but no. <laughs> um, so we're just going to jump right in and I'll, I'll give a brief um, description, you know, of what I saw you know, through this. And then I would love your guys' opinion on what worked for you, what characters worked for you. You know, yeah. we can give our we give our ratings, but just so we can have a nice discussion about this because there's a lot going on. Yeah. But we start we start in um eighteen sixty eight. It's post Civil War and uh Joe March is in New York as a teacher and she's a writer and she w- wants to get her newest work published and unfortunately the publisher is like this isn't going to work you need to make it more I-, I guess homely and we need your <laughs> main character to get married and you know we don't want you to stray off the path of what people like so I mean I know that that really upsets her um, and she goes back to is it a, like a boarding house or a school that she's at in New York I guess it's a school that she lives at um, yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't clear on that. It felt like a boarding house, but then everybody there seemed to be teachers. So maybe it's a right because then they also have the house. whole the whole cleaning women and and things like that. So I was a little confused right. on where they were, but regardless, <laughs> there she encounters um, another teacher, Frederick, who uh, becomes quite fond of her, and she asks <laughs> she asks him to take a look at her work to see what's going wrong, and he gives her a uh, a pretty rough critique of her work which really brings her down and and that on top of a letter that she receives from home saying that her youngest sister is ill causes her to want to return home to massachusetts so that's where our biggest story is um with joe in addition to that we have amy um the third sister right um she's over in paris with their with their aunt who played by Meryl Streep, which I can't wait to talk about her. Um, Just (laughs) trying to, trying to get her painting career, you know, jump off. Um, She's very artistic and, and just trying to find a way to get herself to become successful in her painting career. So we also have that story um, in the present. It was, it was difficult when now this movie jumps back seven years prior is it seven yes yeah um i think so yeah seven years prior to kind of give us the story of the march sisters and their upbringing and you know living with a lot of women in the house and having a young man live across the street in a huge mansion and you know all these things of how they were molded into themselves. And I don't know if you guys felt this way. Did you have a little bit of confusion in the very beginning of the, our flashback? I know it said seven years earlier on the 
screen, but for some reason I could not grasp when we were in the past, <laughs> just from the beginning to when we were in the present. What do you think? I thought that it was a little confusing as well. Um, I I think not having read the book, I I had no idea what the story was, and I, I was also sitting in the very front oh, row, geez, oh my gosh. and so I was like, "What is going on?" I like couldn't really see anything. Your head is moving back but... and forth, like trying to catch everything yeah. that's happening. That, that well, probably doesn't help. That makes sense no. why you had to see it a second time. I mean, yeah. yeah. um but yeah i was definitely confused in the beginning of like what was going on and yeah i felt the same way i not only that i had a hard time because of that i think i had a hard time sort of engaging initially with the characters because sometimes you know in a movie like this i feel like you're kind of all about that character growth so when you're seeing them already sort of as a fleshed out individual and then you're going backward and then forward and then kind of sideways and, you know, stuff like that. I, that was, it was the first half hour, 45 minutes was really difficult for me to, to kind of get into this movie. Uh, I yeah. had the opposite thing, Christine. I was actually sitting further back than I normally do. And so I was kind of, <laughs> I was distracted by other things happening and there wasn't anything crazy because it's little women. I mean, it was me and a bunch of other women. <laughs> so it's not like there was anything crazy happening, but I was distracted by like just the people next to me, the people in front of me. And I was like, oh, I need to sit back. And this in, is a hard movie seat. for that to happen to you too, because there's so I much stuff so. going on that you need to yeah. pay attention just to know where you are in the timeline um yeah our theater was packed like i I can't even believe how many people were in there and it was it was a large demographic of people in there too so i was really you know uh surprised to see who i saw in there but um yeah when they first jumped back and it was um joe was at the pub or whatever wherever she was and then she they had the dance scene with timothy chalamet who actually laurie is his character's name when he is probably the most confusing to watch timeline wise because he looks the exact same yeah they can't do a whole lot to him to make him look different yeah so it's hard to know where you are in the story when he comes up because i'm like i really don't know what we're looking at right now um not to say that it wasn't entertaining or or interesting to watch it was just like i don't i don't know (laughs) but um yeah so we have uh i want to ask you girls we'll start with christine today what do you think of the the plot of this movie i would say a four i mean i don't love um really intense movies so to me this was like the perfect amount of it was engaging but and it was just like about someone's life it wasn't there wasn't anything dramatic Mm -hmm. going on i guess you could say there were definitely emotional scenes and um it definitely evoked emotion for me, but um, there wasn't a ton of drama, I guess. Yeah. So I really love. I really liked it. Um, now you're showing yeah, your cards early. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not gonna be good on this. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna support the movie. <laughs> I think when you have a guest, so. when you have a guest host coming on, it's yeah. obvious that they're gonna be the person who's like, absolutely yes, woo, one hundred percent. Because otherwise, why would they want to come yeah. on and you know wait right. for the hate mail? Yeah. That's very true. Because we get I, so much mail, I, so there's yeah. Yeah, I did think that the second time I saw the movie, I could. Un- like I understood the flashbacks I it was oh, okay. very clear about kind of 
what where we were in the plot. Right. But in the the first time I saw it, I was definitely confused um, about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that would be helpful if you know the story. And I and and I think that that's probably what helped when you saw it the second time that you were already like, okay, I know where this is going. Now you can kind of watch it and enjoy it rather. Yeah. Right. Try to sort of think. Exactly. Instead of really trying to figure out what's going on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. And I had those same troubles when I started. I'm sorry. Are you are. are, Is it my turn? I'm good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I had those same troubles, too. And I. And I know this is an iconic um, story. So I kind of felt like, I think at the beginning, I felt disappointed in myself that I was not engaging this going. And I even told the the girl that I went to see it with on the way home, I was like, God, what is wrong with me? Like, I have no soul. I'm not sure what's happening. Um, but, and, and that's, and I'm not, I'm not throwing, I'm not showing my hand actually. But um, in the beginning, I was a little like, and she's like, yeah, I looked over one time and you look like you might've been sleeping. I'm like, I might've just been like, yes, a little bit like I'm overwhelmed. It seemed, uh, this is going to probably play into another part of what we're reviewing, but Every scene was very busy. Like I wanted there to be more quiet scenes because the way that it's lit and everything is so rich and warm, but it's, Mm -hmm. there's so much chaos in that house that I'm like, is this what it's like to grow up with four sisters? (laughs) And it's just constant chaos is what it felt like to me. Um, You know, I thought having boys was chaotic, but this was a whole different level of what, what is going on. Um, And I and and maybe it's just how, you know, Greta Gerwig decided that she wanted to tell this story that makes it, you know, makes it like that. Um, I don't feel like the book is probably feels chaotic to read because it just seems like a very nice story. Um, I also like the plot. Um, I like the different how each character, each sister is a different type of character. I I think that maybe I don't know if in the book, maybe Laurie's used a little bit better or more. He was just sort of a playoff character i felt very like very in, in interesting this. how they used him yeah so um plot wise though i'm i'm giving this a solid three five good yeah no i completely agree with you guys um i mean i'm just kind of going through in my head what i remember in terms of the good chunk of the middle of this plot and the story progressing and it's a lot of stuff it's like way overwhelming to think about um you know having to try to remember what scene came after what and who was doing what at this time you know it's a lot to to think about and take in but where it is yeah i think that i actually enjoy that because it's keeping me engaged um something like this could go south really quickly and be really boring i think um but the i think that Perhaps the actresses that we used for the characters may have aided this along a little bit in keeping that engagement. So I really did enjoy watching this. I thought it was it was lighthearted in the same aspect that it was not where it was overwhelming and and heavy to handle. Um, It was I, I think chaotic is a really good word to use because they weren't crazy women, but it was just a lot of stuff going on at once to try to see why each person's personality was the way that they were so all in all i thought that they that you know everything was really interesting to see and it didn't feel like it was a old world war excuse me civil war story um so i did like that i am going to give this a four as well um for the plot now 
I know that, in my opinion, I think the plot is obviously very driven by our characters. There wouldn't be much of anything else if we didn't have their stories to follow. Um, Mm -hmm. Just to get, if we could just go over a couple little things here that really make the plot in the in the in the middle what it is. Um, So we hear that Beth, the youngest sister, has fallen ill with scarlet fever, and she's asked um, Marmy, who is Laura Dern, their mom, has asked them to. ask joe to come back to help take care of her and they don't tell amy that she's ill which is very interesting to me that they don't tell amy um Mm -hmm. but they have her come back and on her way back she's having flashbacks of uh, having a i guess you want to say a crush on Lori, and you know them just spending all their time together and you really think that this means when she returns that she's going to be able to meet up with him and hopefully blossom into something else but obviously we see that that doesn't happen because laurie is over in paris with amy um and they start their little fling and laurie doesn't want amy to marry the guy that she's been seeing um which was kind of shocking to me because i didn't think that they felt that way uh, uh towards each other um right. you know it's just they there's so much i i it's hard for me to even bring in the rest of this plot because it, like we have marmy leaving to go see their ill father after he comes back from the war and we see uh i can't remember the other sister's name meg is it yeah meg she has her whole family oh, wow. um with her husband and trying to bring up two children and being poor and all these things um everybody has their their issues and everybody has their problems in present day that they need to try to get over in order to be there for Beth. Um, Mm. But this is actually a really good time for us to see how all of these people are as individuals and how the, everybody runs together as one. So Mama Mm. K, I'll start with you on what you think of the characters. Why don't you just um, also give us who your favorite character was and why? Okay. Well, I might have to talk through that. I mean, I it's well, you know, it's Joe. I mean, I think that she's, she's the central character and she's the one for me that's sort of, um, they're all relatable. I think it's really interesting that you have these four sisters and Beth, Beth, no, what's the Beth. sister? Meg, Beth. Amy, no, no. Joe, Amy, Barbie. there we go. She <laughs> who shall not be named for some reason, um, that she kind of, you know, she has this little, this little speech when she's in Paris, um, when she's talking to Lori and about how it doesn't matter what she does with her life because as soon as she gets married, everything belongs to her husband, her, you know, any money she makes belongs to her husband, any children she has belongs to her husband. And that the only way to not have it be that way is to not be married, which I think Joe knows straight away that's like her that's where she starts she starts as she's the independent woman and she um you know doesn't really have a lot of time for uh she has time for Lori as a friend but not for anything else um can we talk a little bit about him i mean i I think nicole probably wants to talk a lot a bit about him (laughs) but um that his character is i mean what does his tinder profile look like because (laughs) he is like all over the place with these girls. He's like the F boy next door. Basically. He really is. And the civil, the civil war, like the civil war fuck boy. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is terrible. And you have these, you know, these, these four women who each one is gifted in, in their own way when it comes to the arts. And it's really interesting that they're all gifted toward that. None of, none of them are really 
gifted toward any sort of a science thing unless I'm missing something because that just wasn't what was happening in the time and you sort of did as a woman had to kind of just wait it out and hope Mm -hmm. for the best and you know if you follow your heart you're going to wind up you know poor quote unquote like Meg they're not poor like the other family we see in the movie but they're they're poor compared to where these people started also where are they getting their money there's no father in the house uh it's really strange I feel like how is this happening did they say anything, Christine, do they say anything in the book about this, of how they are continuing with their, with getting their money for having five people in the house still? And a- Yeah. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I know that Meryl Streep's character is really wealthy. I don't right. know if she's helping. I forget what her character's name is. Just Aunt, Aunt, March. Aunt March, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know I don't know if she's helping or not, but yeah, that is kind of confusing. And that they um kind of talk about themselves as being so poor, but really not being right. like that. That in reality they're they might be poor com- in comparison, but in they're not because they show that, that other family that they go and help and bring their Christmas breakfast to. That yeah. is, in yeah. my eyes, what poor That's is poor. not. Not them, yeah. where they have a ho- home with a bedroom for each girl and a um a house helper. I can't think of what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hannah. Yes. Yeah. So um, absolutely, it's just I guess it's all perspective for them. Yeah. yeah. So so I I mean, and and like you said before, Nicole, the character you know completely drive this movie. I you know actress and actor wise, I think I had a hard time not seeing actually just timothy chalamet and not and seeing his character <laughs> i thought you were gonna um, say hermione because that's what I was oh. say. <laughs> well no I, but it's funny you mentioned that because you know what i see when i see um her playing that this role is i see bell i mean yes. she be, from oh. beauty and the beast and so i'm like oh i was kind of hoping that she, her character would have a little more meat and it really doesn't hers is her seems to be the most i don't know kind of glossed over character she has this you know she's um she's the actress but clearly just leaves that completely behind to to be married and and have a family and her i didn't feel quite as compelled by her her storyline as i did some of the others um when we're talking about meg no why do amy uh being bratty being bratty in the book i thought as a as a child she was incredibly bratty i mean burning mm-hmm. her sister's novel is yeah. that's oh my beyond gosh. bratty that's like diabolical <laughs> that's not you know that's awful so yeah. um but i mean but they're all fleshed out we don't talk much about um the youngest one beth beth, beth. poor beth uh yeah, yeah which exactly a bless her heart beth right um <laughs> it's but i think that you know her you know her character obviously serves a purpose she actually is the one who keeps this ball rolling with what's happening in her life mm-hmm. um uh the meryl streep character is a meryl streep character it's always the same well you and have a Laura bias Dern, so i do <laughs> sorry it's just i'm like she's the same person in every movie so um and laura dern was good but you know i just saw her in marriage story where she was fantastic so it was kind of mm-hmm. like oh well she's you know it's good uh so but the characters i'm gonna go i'm gonna give them a three and a half as well nice what about you christine, christine? what do you think and who's your favorite character out of these um like carrie joe <laughs> um i <laughs> i that's like all i want to be, like i would love for someone to be like you look you seem like joe oh yeah <laughs> but um Aww. yeah i i don't know she's just so 
uh, herself and yeah. isn't, like, trying to conform to the, the norms, I guess, of that time. Like, she feels – she's so passionate mm-hmm. and yeah. um, is so – I mean, I can – like, as a young girl, I would hang out with my brother a lot and just do the things he did and – I feel like she's kind of a tomboy and I guess like his ice skating is running around and during that time that wasn't like something that women did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I loved what she said um, towards the end of the movie about how um, she was like, I'm so sick of love being all a woman is fit for, but I'm so yeah. lonely. And that was powerful. That was scene. just. It was. It yeah. was. It was so powerful. And I think it, it was like, yes, like she is, she ha- has these passions and she had like, she's love for writing and she wants to be successful at it. But also she is a human and she like that, that lack of husband in her life right. is lonely mm-hmm. and that that's the reality. So yeah, I, I thought that was really powerful. I thought that Amy, like you were saying, she was really bratty in the <laughs> beginning. and um, But then, like, the scene that you were referencing, how she sees marriage as this economic proposition. Because I think that as she's growing up, she's saying, like, how she wants to marry rich. And right. she just seems a little bit self-absorbed. But then right. you start to realize that it's it's – she's smart. And she's, she's thinking about it as – this like she said an economic proposition where in order for her to I guess thrive in life she feels like she needs to marry wealthy and it just seems very rational and not self-absorbed I think the way that Amy's character is portrayed in the movie I don't mean to interject you here but just on top of that do you think that um after her giving that speech do you think she sells herself out by really just hooking up with Lori for the sake of, of doing it. I don't think that she really loved him anymore. What do you think about that? Because that kind of negates yeah. what she said earlier. Hmm. Well, I think Lori, Lori is really wealthy. And so it's, I guess it's, it's a she win-win. Is still... She just kind of weighed her, <laughs> yeah, weighed her options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I, it was also interesting what she was saying about feeling like she was always second to Joe. Right. And um, feeling that way. I guess to have something that, that she couldn't have was... Yeah. Something she was, was looking for. Sure. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's a good question about whether she sold herself short mm-hmm. with marrying Lori. I think it did kind of come a little... I mean, I wasn't expecting it for that yeah, to happen. Yeah, I wasn't either. I think in the beginning there was some kind of body language or like smiles that she would make at Lori where it's like, okay, maybe there's something there, but it, it was sort of felt a little not random, but unexpected. Yeah. So well, sure. It felt like he, you know, he flirted with everybody. So it was sort of like, yeah. you know, I, w- I didn't expect her to be the one. He was a player with all sisters. With. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. I mean, even the mom, I mean, you know, coming over <laughs> to the house and like, come on, man. Maybe the, yeah. the servant lady, too. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Christine, if you could give a rating to our characters, what do you think about them? I I would say a four again. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. No, I think that um, I definitely agree that the 
the characters here are the driving force we would not have a movie without them unfortunately because it's literally just backdrops for these people to have their things um I think that it's so hard for me to pick a favorite because like we like we've said they all have their own personalities and they all add so much to this um but you know what Amy is really drawing me in (laughs) um yeah I I was expecting that (laughs) yes I was yes I think that she's so (laughs) snappy and you know she jumped on her aunt's coattails so fast to get over to Europe (laughs) and I loved it I loved it because even if she didn't want to be there with her aunt she wanted to be there for herself and she wanted to give herself a chance at success and I really appreciated that about her I think she I think she sold herself short by hooking up with Lori and marrying him. Um, but that's just because after the, the awesome speech and the and the awesome way that she handled taking down her proposal, you know, why don't you take more time for yourself now? And why don't you say, I'm not ready for this now. I'm going to go do my mm-hmm. own thing. But she didn't do that. Um, I think you're right. It's to kind of get a little jab back at Joe because it's something that she could never have. So let me take it. Um, but not to be spiteful in any way. I think it was just, she wants to be no- number one. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but how awkward is all of that? Very. That? I mean, it, yeah. it didn't seem awkward in the movie, but if you had that scenario happen in real life, that's a Jerry Springer show. It that's is. not, that's, <laughs> you know, that was, but that, that was sort of, yeah. That actually brings into one of the scenes that I felt most passionate about, and I actually teared up, is after we realize that Beth has passed away from her illness and they finally tell Amy, um, she they're all at the house and Joe walks down and sees Amy and Lori there. And Amy and Joe have this have this lock of eyes and they yeah. are so but they're both so solemn about the um about the death but there's this underlying thing like shit you just took the guy i like i loved and you married him and like what's wrong with you but i still love you because you're my sister and we're here for our other sister and when they hugged each other i I cried (laughs) did you guys i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) also because i have a sister and i i whenever there's a movie about sisters i always put myself in the situation to get more resonance out of it and this one is really actually probably gave me the most because i'm like oh my god what would i have done in this situation if i this happened to me (laughs) um more than frozen uh yeah because the second one sucked <laughs> but anyway <laughs> there's another pie there's another episode for that one <laughs> um but no everybody did their part very well i thought the acting was really good speaking about Lori, something really attracts me to him in this um no i i don't know why i don't know why no, he's such a no. jerk he sucks he has no ambitions oh. but oh my god like he's just such a player and i'm like wow like Good for you. <laughs> are you are you team Lori too? I don't I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I mean I think <laughs> I'm not obsessed with him the way that other people are obsessed with Timothy. Yeah, there's a thing. What's his yeah. face? Yeah. But I I don't know. I liked him in the movie. I I guess I didn't see him as much of a I can I can definitely understand the like he's such a player. But I, I guess I I liked him because he wanted to be in this world of 
sisters. And I think yeah. that it's so uncommon for that to be – I think it's, like, when I was growing up, I just wanted to, like, hang out with the boys and – play in the creek and stuff but I think it's really uncommon for a, a guy to want to be a part of that girl group you you're know right I think you're right yeah and so I guess that kind of drew me to him I, I liked him yeah um, okay. and I liked how much he loved Joe and wanted yeah. so her but in that then it was like what <laughs> why are you marrying Amy right well exactly in that sense do you think that Laurie made the wrong choice do you think that it was the benefit for everyone to do this or do you think that joe and laurie really could have thrived as a couple instead of amy and, and laurie i i mean i thought that they seemed like a couple or that they could have thrived as a couple they just seemed to have that chemistry and that understanding of each other and yeah. but i also think that louisa may alcott purposely didn't have them end up together mm-hmm. and i don't know like she like as though she wanted people to want them to be together and then them not be together. I don't know what was the <laughs> what the like rationale behind that was, but maybe maybe to like make a point about like Joe really wants to like is really interested in her work rather than right. men mm-hmm. and that make like a a big statement, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I like him. But I'm I'm upset that he married Amy. <laughs> so, I agree. And I, I do have yeah. one more character to bring up that really stuck with me and not in a good way. And I know Mama Kay will appreciate Uh-oh. this, but Meryl Streep's Aunt March was just the worst character I've seen in a long time. She is <sighs> yeah. just really just a oh, despicable person. <laughs> um, yeah. Just... But I can totally see this person living in that time frame. Yes, like, for I, sure. I, I see that this is, you know, one of you has to marry up because otherwise what? You know, and then I'm thinking, yeah. well, otherwise they just take your house, yeah. bitch, because that's what happens <laughs> at the end. So, and you can, I mean, you know, her picking favorites is such a thing. Like, you know, she, yeah. she thought know. that, I mean, in, in the oh beginning, she did ask Joe to go with her. And Joe was like, no, I'm not going to Europe with you. I'm staying here. And, um... You know, she just goes down the line, I guess. I guess Meg's already out of the picture. She's got a family. Let's try Amy this time, you know. Um, I know. Yeah. But yeah, she was just not pleasant. But anyway, all together, I think I would... I was just going to give my rating of a... I think I'm going to give it a four. um, Because everybody was very enjoyable to watch. Except for Meryl Streep in this. She was just crappy, but... um, (laughs) no <laughs> she was meryl street yeah she's the same as always that's but um, uh when you're when we're talking about amy just now um, in my head all of a sudden it went to marcia 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 like she's totally jammed <laughs> yes it's so true that, right <laughs> i mean that's a great analogy because all those sisters act that way mm-hmm. yeah i f- can see her stomping her foot and you know just being just jan so that's so true and that is a good analogy good job jan maybe they picked up some of their uh brady bunch pieces from this because it really is similar (laughs) but yes um yeah as we're winding down through the film here we while beth is still alive we have um their father returns home bob odenkirk which was an interesting surprise um yeah i we really like him brendan and i really like him so we were excited to see him um and uh they get close with laurie's grandfather who 
gives her the piano and everything. So they've yeah. really become a part of their lives um, all together. So when, when Beth does pass away, it really does hurt a lot of people uh, in addition to the family, but also um, Laurie and his grandfather and all that stuff. So um, it is devastating. So when... I, there's too much. I can't even remember what happens after this. I just, I know that they come back and um, Amy comes back with Laurie and they're married and mm-hmm. uh, Joe is really upset. And that's when she starts writing her next novel. She's got some, mm-hmm. she's right. got some pieces of, of her life that she's ready to share with everybody and, you know, putting this into a, into a story. And she writes this long novel and tries to give it to the uh, publisher. And he's like, Am I missing something? Yeah. No. When did <laughs> when did Frederick come back? I forget. <laughs> Was this before or after? He comes back at the very end. I think right? she's writing the book as he returns. I think he. Co- I think Frederick I, comes back yeah, while she's I, writing it. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Frederick yeah. pops up at the at their house and Joe comes down. Yes, because she's in the she's yeah, in the attic dinner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And they're all like, "Oh, who is this guy?" <laughs> she, she's like, <laughs> oh, "No, Frederick, not for me." And we're all like, "What are you guys feeling at this point? Are you like Joe? Are you are you kidding me? Or are you like, you know what? This really isn't supposed to be it. Like, I I couldn't tell honestly. I don't know if I wanted them to be together um, because I know Joe's really trying to get her." book published and i know she's had this horrible heartbreak of seeing laurie with her sister and um i guess it was just making the movie full circle or the book full circle so what did you guys think about him i mean there was a part of me that wanted them to end up together just because i wanted her to end up with someone but then it's like why do i want her to end up with someone right why is that kind of what i'm expecting in my mind and um but then it also was kind of like you don't know like i'm like you don't know her like you and (laughs) she doesn't know him like (laughs) they don't really it just seems very um yeah just kind again like kind of random and i think that that's what um like basically do you remember when joe is talking to the publisher and the publisher's like you have to make joe or the character end up as some with somebody Mm -hmm. um right and so and I think in the book, that's not what happens at the end. It's just kind of this random oh. event where she marries this guy. I don't even remember his name. And um, But then Greta Gerwig changed the ending so that it was kind of like merged Joe and Louisa at, towards the end. Oh, okay. And yep. um, it became this like Joe only did that mm. so that she would economically prosper um instead of kind of because i think readers of the book are like why did she end up with someone um that just didn't really follow fit with who joe was but yeah Yeah. and i think i i read somewhere that greta gerwig wanted to make the publishing of the book feel like a like a kiss like like (laughs) you remember like the kiss that Lori or that joe and the other guy had in the rain like she kind of right. wanted the book to feel the publishing of it to feel like that that mm. excitement um, okay. from the audience. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I think it's, that's <laughs> those are my thoughts. Kind of, I mean, that's the feeling. That's the. Yeah. It, I mean, if that's what she was going for, that's the feeling I got. Is like yeah. it, it came, the publishing of the book came full circle. The first time we see her is when she's going into the publisher's office with her short story, and then she's back there, you know, with the book. And I did feel like this was. 
Louisa May Alcott. Like that was her and, 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 and Joe. Um, And I guess I made the assumption that the Joe character is based on her uh, when she wrote the book. So um, I mean, I don't think that's a stretch. So um, I made that assumption. So I was a little surprised that they had her get together with someone at the end because everything is made such a big deal about she does not, you know, she doesn't want to conform to the fact that this person has to have uh, has to be married at the or dead at the yeah. end those are the those are your choices mm-hmm. get married or die um so i i was kind of surprised that that's how it goes i probably shouldn't be considering you know that the book is written in in time it's written during the time so um i guess i shouldn't be surprised at that but yeah there i i can't imagine that they're going to be happily married together i also think that the marriage between uh lori and amy Amy, thank you. Uh, <laughs> is is not is also doomed. I don't feel like I, I don't. It's it seems way too incestuous to have that happen. Is. You know, I agree with that. I know that we're yeah, kind of so. discussing our our residents and feel at this point. But oh, yeah. if we could just take a step back and what, what we've discussed in terms of like uh, the visual and sound of this movie and how it was constructed and what we find you know what works and doesn't work uh mama k what do you think about the visual and sound of this well i think this is a beautiful movie um sound wise i was taken back a little bit sometimes by some of the musical choices um for just like background sound and background soundtrack i guess um but there's a lot of really 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 pretty stuff here i mean I don't know. I think we should hit on the clothes real quick and quit it because we could be here for a sure. long time. I'm thinking, <laughs> but the, yeah, the costuming was fantastic. Uh, I think that a lot of that kept you in the time, whether you were in, in present time or seven years before. So that helped a lot. Uh, the scenery was beautiful. I mean, I, um, know that this, uh, all, most all of this was filmed in Massachusetts and a lot of it was filmed in the, the town of Concord and, um, that's pretty a friend cool. who lives there and she was there and, and knew what was going on at the time when, when a lot of this was being filmed. And it's just kind of like, it's a little like, oh, this is really cool that this is, you know, that. And it's beautiful when, when they're dancing outside, when her, when, uh, Joe and Lori are dancing outside at that first cotillion or whatever the heck that was. And I thought that was just like, just so charming and, um, beautiful and definitely just a really, a really clever thing. I think she did. I think that Greta Gerwig, you know, really made this film in a clever way. And I think getting back to it, if I went to see it again, it would be a lot easier. That beginning part would be easier for me because I have a foundation. Uh, maybe if I was a strong reader and would have read the book at the time, <laughs> I would probably also have a, you know, but that's, uh, that's past. Nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I, that's probably my favorite part of this movie i like the darkness inside when they're inside the house and there's candlelight and there's richness and browns and Mm -hmm. you know all those fall tones and then you're outside and it's wintry and it's just amazing uh i'm going to give all of that a four nice christine what do you think yeah i think that i probably didn't notice the the visuals and sound as much as you guys do in movies but i I loved the warmth of the childhood scenes yeah. and um, another thing about the clothes is um, that Joe never wore a corset, which kind of just 
example like or oh, that was just kind of who she was like she was okay. just so free i felt like yes and yeah, yeah, while yeah. the other girls right. were kind of a little more interesting uh, confined yeah yeah uh, so i thought that was a really cool way to tell like another way to to tell that story i guess of who joe is and yeah that, those are probably i loved the new england scenes as well there's nothing that's really um no, i don't really feel like i have new thoughts i guess on it mm-hmm. that are different from yours carrie Nice. What number oh. would you give it if you could give it a rating? A four. <laughs> good. That's good. No. Yeah. I see I... a pattern emerging here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that all of us have. I think all of us have like a uh, a feeling towards New England things and yeah. upper, yeah, you know, northern things in the United States. So that kind that kind of grabs us a little bit more than some other people, perhaps. But I totally agree with that. I like that they did everything where it was meant to be um in massachusetts and all so that was pretty cool um some of my favorite scenes were amy um over in europe when she was uh in her art studio or they were sitting outside in that little square on their blanket uh lori and amy oh yeah and it was so bright and green and beautiful what a contrast to what they're dealing with with beth being Mm. ill in massachusetts you know it was just to show how these girls lives are so different now that they've grown up so that was something that yeah, really stuck with thing. me that I liked. Um, I don't really recall much of the music either. If it was time time period esque, well, I don't remember. But nothing stuck out as bad, so <laughs> I guess that's good. Um, <laughs> there was no jarring raps. Yeah, down in the middle. So that's that's right. Exactly. So well done, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I completely agree with with everything that you guys are saying. The outfits are uh, on par with what they i would expect them to be uh for that time and i i did not realize that she wasn't wearing a corset that's an excellent observation because it really does show who she was as a person she didn't want to be held up to the standard of what everyone else was doing and she wasn't as poised as others and that was a Mm -hmm. great way to show it um so i do have to give that a four as well so (laughs) um yeah so we're just at the end of the of the movie here where like we were discussing, um, Frederick shows up and she, they're all like, you need to go chase him. You need to go get him because you love him. And she's like, okay, I guess I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and runs to him and, and they meet up and they kiss. And I guess that's how they are going to spend the rest of their lives. And she brings her book to the publisher and he, uh, he doesn't like it um but <laughs> i like this doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter she negotiates herself into getting her copyright and all that stuff which is pretty awesome and gets her book published she opens up her school in aunt march's house and everybody yeah. works there and it's so cute and really nice and they all stay there and have a happily ever after as we can believe uh <laughs> it's so perfect it really it's is so it really is so christine if you could uh just give your final uh thoughts on the ending here and Mm -hmm. what your overall resonance and feel of this film is yeah i i mean i really liked this movie in all um (laughs) i watched it twice i'm on this podcast so (laughs) 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 i'm reading the book now um, (laughs) yeah um she's buying a corset (laughs) (laughs) but um 
Yeah, I I loved the way that the movie ended with Joe negotiating her salary with I I, I also liked how um the the man at the newspaper place said it was not good, it wasn't gonna sell, and then she he had it at home and his daughters were reading it oh, and yeah. were like yeah. so like what's so gonna cute. happen, what's gonna happen and that that was something that would sell. Um just the lives of women was something that was interesting to read about and um yeah i loved that she negotiated her salary and that um she kind of and like i said earlier that she added the part that um her and frederick or whatever that they were together just for the to please the publisher and not necessarily because she wanted it um Mm -hmm. that that kind of Mm -hmm. stuck that kind of stayed in line with the essence of who Louisa May Alcott was, and um, okay. I, I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess some some final thoughts would be, um, I really loved how this was a movie about, that, like, about feminism in some sense, and um, the success of women and women doing things that aren't necessarily in their in the norms of society and having wanting these choices that they don't have yet and um the way that what's his face lori that lori kind of was brought (laughs) into this family and that he wanted to be with all these women and that it wasn't just about like how women are powerful and men suck and blah 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 it was like this life that women infused into like, there's this one scene that where Amy gets um, punished for the limes in her classroom, and, and she's, like, crying outside of Lori's house, and then she comes in, and all of the March women come in, and yes. <laughs> and it was this, like, just somber, boring room, and then it was just mm-hmm. full of life and chaos, like you said, which I liked the mm-hmm. chaos, because I felt like it was just this, I like, I saw it as, like, life just full of life and Mm -hmm, talking and excitement and passion and, and that there wasn't this, um, that that the women were allowed to have feelings and be rounded and Joe was allowed to say, like, I'm so sick of people being, like, saying that love is all women's fit for, but I'm so lonely and being able to have that feeling and to, to be real humans in this movie so I, um, yeah, I thought that it was a movie that uplifted both men and women, and that mm. felt really important to me. So I loved it. It sounds like it's going <laughs> to stick with you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Those are my It sounds like either a four or a five for a resonance and feel. I'm not sure if it moved up to a five or not. Yeah. For... It may have. Yeah. But I, uh, <laughs> I was just looking through really quickly on, um, what this the accolades that this film is getting and how it was hmm. um you know best what, what what's the word i'm trying to think of uh adapted screenplay and everything um oh yeah and it's got so many nominations and so many awards as of now um which really i think speaks to greta gerwig of being able to put this as a post-civil war movie about women that we normally don't get to get their side of things and Mm -hmm. making it interesting for us to watch in 2020 yes so i think that you know the resonance and feel of that should speak a lot 
you know, to people that are interested in this. Yeah, I think to make it relatable, um, a movie or a story that's 150 years old uh, with the morals and, you know, the mores of that time frame and to make it relatable is I mean, that's a that's a pretty that's that's a pretty good champion right mm-hmm. there for for people for people's rights for stories rights mm-hmm. um you know I, I the movie grew on me as i was watching it and like i said i had a hard time in the beginning but um the more i talked about it, i talked about it with uh, the my friend that i saw it with on the way home and and she was re- it was really interesting because she said you know oh gosh i wish that it were back in the times where people were so nice to each other <laughs> and and i was like yeah, I, I, we, but I'm like, but people are, you just have to turn the noise out of what's happening. People really are. Sure. But, you know, if you were to tell your story, it would look a lot like this, but because, you know what I'm saying? Like your own personal story. Sure. And, and it's really up to you to be able to, like, you have to, you have to forage and cast out to, to make sure that you make those kind of uh, connections in your life. And it might not be your natural family. It might be a family that you create, but, um, it's, it was just interesting for, for her to say that. And, and I was kind of been thinking about that a lot actually since then. And, you know, sure. I don't want to be put it back in the time where the only way that I can succeed is by being married to somebody who's rich right. because there's, they're few and far between. It's going to be a, you know, no wonder women are catty toward one another because there's just not that much out there. You know, you have to, you have to really go for and it. And it goes to show um, how that's actually been kept going on for so long and still like that to this yeah. day mm-hmm. it is and i think that the, it is i mean that's who are the hardest on women are other women so it's like uh um so i think this has got me thinking about a lot of things in a lot of ways and you know i think christine's brought up a lot of things too about not just how it's great for women but that it's great you know for men too so uh i'm gonna give the resonance and feel of this movie my highest grade so far i'm gonna give it a four and a half wow that's awesome yeah Yeah. i i was pleased to see this um fit so well into you know when when something's redone over and over and over uh it's like how do you get something new out of it and i think that this um adaptation really offers a lot of new ideas and thoughts to modern day um it's fresh yeah so i really enjoyed watching this i enjoyed watching it with my boyfriend because i thought that it was something we could both enjoy it's not just like oh this is a chick flick or whatever you want to say it's it provided something for both of us and i liked that you know seeing that together so that was really cool um i i liked all of the characters i thought that they were all all had a purpose whether or not they were used as much as they could have or what have you they all had a purpose to tell the story of this woman and you know how she grew up to be this person that she is so that was really great um i liked putting myself into her shoes so that was really Mm. an interesting movie um for me to watch i give my resonance and feel a four and a half as well i really liked it um so we're at the end here where we are going to give our final recommendations it sounds like we are all on the same page here but just to (laughs) set it in stone christine would you recommend little women I would. I would. <laughs> awesome. Maybe even the book yeah. too. So. <laughs> right. Mama Kay, what do yeah. you think? 
Yeah, I'm going to recommend Little Woman. I'm surprised I hadn't seen it uh, until recently. I know it came out around Christmas time and it seemed like a really good Christmas movie, but um, I'm going to recommend Little Women, even for little men. Yeah. <laughs> and big men and big women. No, I, I and, big, and big women, yeah. yes. <laughs> I would definitely recommend this too. It was just very sincere, heartwarming mm-hmm. movie. Um, had a lot of great points to think about even afterwards. And look, I'm not a book reader, but I'm probably going to read this book because <laughs> It sounds pretty good. Uh, I know. (laughs) But that's about it for Little Women. Um, I had so much fun on here. I'm so glad that Christine could join us today and uh, be able to discuss this this film with us. She brought a lot of great, um, you know, thoughts and and interesting ideas. So, Christine, thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to be on and talk about Little Women with you guys. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll have another one come out that you're that you're interested in doing with us as well. But, um, um, that wraps it up for us today. Uh, if you are interested in hearing more from us, uh, please follow Brennan's Instagram is Brennan underscore pod host, where he puts up all of our doings. And we have a poll right now of our top 2019 film, which is really cool right before the Oscars come out. So please uh, take a look at that. Put in your votes every day and hopefully I will win something because right now I'm not winning anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole is like, she's circling in the drain right now. Come on, people, help a girl out. But I do have one thing in my back pocket right now. So go check it out if you can uh, help a girl out. But um, thank you, Christine and Mama Kay, for being on and letting me host. Thanks, Nicole. You did a great job. Yes, you did. Oh, thanks, guys. All right, everybody. Well, until next time, thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio.